0: Talks. Beware online scams. Let's not go fishing. Phishing, the fraudulent practice of sending emails purporting to be from reputable companies in order to induce individuals to reveal personal information, such as passwords and credit card numbers. There are four primary types of phishing. Number one, deceptive phishing. This is the most common type of phishing attack and it refers to any attack where the attacker impersonates a legitimate company in an attempt to steal your personal information or your login credentials. The link actually leads to a fraudulent website with a URL, a URL that is that is almost identical to the official URL. Typically only one letter will be out of place, but it looks completely legitimate. Here's an example. You get an email from a bank claiming that your account has been frozen unless you click on the link provided and enter your account information. Number two, spear phishing. A much more personalized way for attackers to get to you. They customize their emails with your name, position, your company, your work phone number, or other personal information that's available online. Typically through company websites or social media platforms like LinkedIn, which are very easy to get information about yourself in an effort to make you think that they have a connection with you. Pretty scary, right? Their goal is to lure you into clicking a malicious URL or an email attachment, which in turn will give them access to your personal data. Here's an example of spear phishing. You get an email that's supposedly from your organization's HR department asking you to verify your benefits policy information. Many people get these things and they click on them all the time. Number three, is CEO fraud. This is very popular with phishing. CEO fraud is when the attacker successfully um, spear fishes a CEO, CEO or other top executive of a company. Known, They also call it whaling, quote unquote. And they've managed to steal his or her login credentials. The attacker then sends an email from the CEO's account or whatever executive's account, or creates a new domain name that's off by one letter or one number and duplicates the CEO's credentials and requests the employee to perform a wire transfer of funds to a financial institution of their choice. These types of attacks rarely set off typical spam traps because they're not mass emailed. The victims are carefully targeted by the attacker. This is super scary, but it happens often. Here's an example of CEO fraud. You get an email that's supposedly from your CEO saying they need you to wire, uh, wire transfer the money, okay? And, you, and then to let you know when you're free so they can send you the information of where it needs to go. A lot of people trust this stuff and a lot of people act on this. You may be thinking, well, how is this possible? How is this possible? But it is, and it happens quite often. Number four, fourth way of, uh, popular way of phishing anyway, And by the way, phishing is with a PH, not with an F. It's it's actually like phishing, 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 but they call it phishing. But number four is called malware-based phishing. Malware-based phishing. Malware-based phishing is when an attacker sends an email attachment or downloadable file to the victim, then exploits the security vulnerabilities of the user's machine. When that attachment or file is clicked on, it triggers the malicious software that's been embedded within that file or attachment. Malware, including computer viruses and worms and Trojan horses and ransomware or other malicious programs, you've heard of them all, then run on that host computer and in some cases spread to others to infect them, just like in the recent WannaCry and what other GoldenEye ransomware attacks, we've heard of those. Here's an example. You get an email from someone you don't know asking you to download an invoice. Happens all the time. I get them all the time. So those are pretty common phishing scams. And keep in mind, there are hundreds, yes, hundreds, if not thousands, actually. I, I, last, I read a report, almost close to a 1,000, that I read, and I got tired reading them all, but of other kinds of online email and phone scams. There's just tons of them, tons of them. You need to accept and understand that they're consistent, they're vicious, and they're growing exponentially. But there are steps you can take to keep it real simple and keep you safe. Here's some basic advice for phishing and email scams. Count on scams every day in both business and personal accounts. I won't bore you with the statistics, but scams are massive. They are enormous but there are some simple ways to keep it safe. Let's start with the basics. Email. Okay, Troublemaker X decides that they want to send out hundreds of thousands of emails to unsuspecting souls. This email is meant to fool you into clicking a link to either number one, trick you into buying a product or service that is either A, legitimate but solicited, or B, fraudulent and harmful, which is pretty common. Number two, Lead you down a dark path. What does that mean? For example, dangerous organizations, pornography, dark web, political agenda-driven missions, etc. Or number three, simply unload a dangerous malware application or software to do damage to your device, devices, network, and or potentially spread through to your community, your company, your state, and eventually national network. Yes, these are often well-planned attacks from other countries to infiltrate national systems. It's absolute truth, it happens all the time. Multi-billion dollar industry, and by industry meaning that there are a lot of bad people making a lot, of, a lot of money on this stuff, but also costing governments billions to try to protect from this kind of stuff. So to keep it, keep it simple, I'll try to provide a few examples because there's tons of examples, but I'll, I'll provide a few. I recently had a family friend ask about a job they were offered online. They were on Indeed, the famous indeed.com where you can go look for jobs and uh, also look for help if you're an employer. So it's a well-known organization to help find work, seek help work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. She said she was sent a legitimate printed material and from what looked like a legitimate company. This was a company I believe down south, down in Virginia, and she lives up in Maine. What was the red flag? Well, they were paying her to get a new computer and a phone, so she's using it solely for that business. So she was sent a check uh, for a certain amount of dollars. I think it was maybe thirty-five hundred bucks or something, and was told, you know, you can get a laptop and a phone and put it under this business name or whatever. So they sent the check, and she deposited it because she was also sent a lot of print material. And it looked like a legitimate company. It just, everything looked really legitimate. And it came from Indeed after all. And, there, you know, everyone trusts Indeed, right? So when she did this, it was her boyfriend who, who basically contacted me. He, he and she contacted me and we we're talking about it. And, and I said, Yeah, this sounds fishy to me. No company is going to send you a check to deposit a check. You know, there's something not right about this. And she never, actually, she did speak with somebody and they had a very broken English accent. It was very hard hard to understand them. So not that that should be fishy, but just putting all of this together seemed fishy. So the bottom line is after I asked her to contact the bank and talk to them about this, sure enough, the bank looked into it and this was a complete fraud. They were trying to infiltrate the bank. So she had to completely redo all of her bank accounts. And, uh, and now is reported through the bank and probably through the FBI, which a lot, of this, a lot of this goes to eventually. They have their hands full. Another recent example is a phishing scam I saw with a client of mine, just, just today actually. They sent an email that some expert, quote unquote, warned that they had an issue on their website. In fact, this came to my attention three times from three different clients in the past month. And in all three cases, they make it look like they're helping with some great advice. You're like, wow, hey, well, that's, that's brilliant advice. So you click on it and that's all it takes. You're now on that road to what I mentioned earlier, engaged in a fraudulent business or unloaded a very dangerous electronic virus that will cause a lot of problems. So what to do? So I have five tips that'll help you in this situation. Number one is um, maintaining a very strict contact list and network have all of your contacts in your contact lists or software on all devices 100 secure so you know who they are exactly business and personal so you have a highly secure list of business professionals and contacts and know everyone on your lists are legitimate and secure and to be added to that list you need to be 100 sure that they're safe to add Act as if you have a security system in place that safely stores your contacts and no one gets through unless you create it or allow it. Your quote unquote, what I call your secure circle. So for example, my contacts list on my phone, my computers or whatever have only people I know. And anytime I get a new call, let's say I get a new customer or a new business call and I trust them. I then create a new contact from that specific phone number so that when the email or phone number or text pops up, it says that name. I know I can trust them. Number two, tip number two. Same with social media. Only affiliate with legitimate individuals and businesses. Know who they are. Look into who they are first and make sure they're worthy of allowing them into your secure circle. This is very serious and very important, especially on social media a lot can be found out about you on social media so it's something to be something to take very seriously number 3 use technological filters tools and applications email has spam filters social media websites and email have phishing and spam reporting tools that make it easy to block report and file this garbage in the right place use it aggressively number 4 Be careful, cautious, and suspect of every bit of communication. Don't always assume emails, texts, and phone calls are legitimate. Don't rush. Rather, look it over carefully. Know the signatures, the contact names, and numbers of everyone you deal with. Get familiar with them and follow questionable leads. If it seems odd or off in any way, look into it. It probably is. Number five, keep it real simple. Keep it simple. If you think about it, you really only have so many primary contacts in business, and personally. Keep it simple, you know who you associate with, your primary contacts, your real friends, and who you normally deal with. Just keep your attention on that. On social media, websites, email, and smartphones, you can expect more than half, more than half of what you engage with is trash. Literal digital garbage floating around and cluttering your system. Keeping your system clean and watching out for trouble should be a regular part of what you do day to day. So be aware, be engaged, and be proactive in who and what you communicate with.